0: I like going out with Scott because we meet so many new fucking friends and we try so many new fucking things that I would never wow. even thought about. And that wasn't mm. even what we started out to do. <laughs> That's just what happened that day. Yeah. Yeah. All because of Scott. Scott. It's not always
1: because of me. Well, it's mostly
2: because of me. <laughs> well, I mean, once you get um, a couple of drinks in you, you have what I call aggressive positivity.
3: Right on. Oh, yes. So mm-hmm. it's the... Uh, I fucking love you
2: You're the best You can do anything you piece of shit That's about right Incorporated in 1875 Proclaimed as the city of destiny Tacoma has maintained itself As the city of grit Tacoma kept its in your face artistry And individuality that sets it apart From anywhere else in the world Our never say die attitude Continues to this day We are honored to bring to you those who live in Tacoma and its surrounding areas whose contributions are what bring this city to life. The reputation is real. Welcome to the Grid City Podcast. Here are your hosts. Welcome to the Grid City Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Scott. I'm Jeff. And with us today is Isaac Penn from Senko, and we'll get into what Senko is, but seriously, thank you, Isaac, for coming on. This is going to be a lot of fun. Before we even get into the intro, I got a question for you. Yes. High five. Do you consider a high five a compliment?
3: I mean, I hope to God, because I use them way too much. Nice! (laughs) Okay.
2: (laughs) All right. No, I was uh, was a little tipsy last night, and uh, my wife was... Talking about uh, high fiving as compliments. And I was like, I mm. don't know. Mm. I really don't know. That's why I made her ask that in our coaster questions on her Discord. Oh, nice. So yeah. I would remember about that. I'm going to ask everyone if, uh, if they consider a high five a compliment.
3: I mean, for me, it's like, you know, I also work in childcare. So it's like anytime they get something right or do something high cool, five. it's like, high five. Yeah. Nice. So I mean, it's like, I don't know, reinforcement of compliments. So why not a compliment in and of itself? Nice. Yeah. I'm a big high fiver too. Like, yeah, I'm oh, a, I know you are. At putt stuff. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah, high fiving yeah. the shit out of people. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Did you high-five Miss Washington, USA? No. No, you didn't get near her. No. What? I know that. I was scared. You
3: guys got to meet with, because I, I, I listened to that one. Yeah. So you guys met her, and you didn't give her a high-five.
1: No, I couldn't even get close to her.
3: Yeah. No. No. <laughs> it <close> to her. <laughs> you got in talking distance, and that's not it. even, I not even. We not were,
2: yeah, yeah, we were in, uh, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, those two degenerates, like, said, said, Hey, Justin, go talk to her, and then ran around the corner. It was amazing. And we wow. kind of did, <laughs> Yeah, that was about it. Thank you all for listening to us. You can find all of our podcast episodes at gritcitypodcast.com. You can also find a link to our Discord where you can listen live. If you're listening, live right now, you got to hear a little preamble of, uh, I think us us testing mics and Jeff talking about things maybe he shouldn't have. Fortunately, nobody was actually in the chat at that point, but if you were in there and you heard it, you couldn't say that happened. All you got to do is go to our website, check all that out. Like we said, we got the Patreon, we got Discord, we got all sorts of shit, Um, but I really want to get in here with Isaac because this is about street level politics, and uh, as... Jeff and Scott know. Uh, Again, I've talked about it. I've been a part of the Safe Streets community. I worked with uh, my neighborhood and um, not on a level that SENCO is because SENCO is huge. Um, but let's start off just with the acronym itself because I'm pretty sure I know what it is off of my memory. But it is, is it South End Neighborhood Council Oh my goodness! Ding ding ding! Let's yeah, go. I was afraid about the co at the end because you know yes. you're never you <laughs> never quite sure, you know. And so, um, uh, I've dealt not dealt, but I've uh, I've been a part of some senco meetings. Um, I was able to meet even like a, a, our local council member uh, Jeb Bushnell or Joe Bushnell. <laughs> um, and uh, that was a little while ago. Um, and just kind of getting into the vibe of what it means to be a part of the local community. Um, with where I'm at, it's a little strange because I'm also kind of a part of Enact, which is the East Side yeah. version. And so it's kind of getting a little bit of uh, both on that aspect and get to kind of get the news of all of it. And I like to know stuff and I like to get into all of that. So uh, I'm really excited to know about what you do because you are council member number eight. And mm-hmm. uh, first off, uh, tell us a little bit about where uh, Senko covers and what
3: Senko is about. So... SENCO in and of itself is a neighborhood council. Mm-hmm. And Tacoma has put on this project of neighborhood councils uh, because we, they saw a really like, great push for community involvement um, by our neighborhood districts and have gotten to a point now where they are funding and giving grants out to these councils in order to go out into the community and really uplift from that ground level. So we have this big push for all of our neighborhood councils right now, which is really exciting to see. That's actually,
2: that's like super cool. I didn't realize that they were doing the grants and such like oh, that. Yeah. So
3: it's it's a real
2: tangible reason to be a part of this other mm. than with my little group, it was literally... Uh, as as a 40 year old i was the youngest there by i would swear about three decades and it was all about parking <laughs> yeah. and like, that was just the problems that people had with parking so to be able to see that at this level you can um uh, be a part of a group that is actually going to be able to um, bring about some
3: changes actually kind of exciting no very exciting um i know senko is Not to brag or anything, but we are at the (laughs) forefront of our neighborhood councils in the city, for sure. I mean, we are trying really hard to uh, push, you know, what community involvement looks like and what it entails. Because at this point, we're finding, like you mentioned before, there is absolutely an age gap um, or just a missing age group, Mm -hmm. really, uh, at this uh, community-based politics Especially when this is the easiest part of politics to get into. I mean, this is a council of literally your neighbors. Yeah. Um, you just say, hi, I would like to be a part of the council. Uh, you put in a little application and then your neighbors vote on you. Really? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I was like, oh, I'm showing up in a zoom call. Um, with people voting on how likable I am, then these are my neighbors. These are my neighbors. And you're like, let me see you in person. The Zoom call's weird. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously, I passed the test. Yeah, and congratulations. It's been really great so far to really get to know my neighbors as well as uh, the people on the ground in Tacoma.
2: When when I moved back to Tacoma and um, I lived I lived kind of by the EQC, so mm-hmm. uh, kind of like the Salishan area, just very, very much on the edge of um, the Puyallup tribal land and then uh, Tacoma. So it was kind of a... Uh, a the sprawl. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I wanted to be a part of something, but they didn't necessarily have anything there. And I was a renter mm-hmm. and I wasn't too sure about what I wanted to do. But when I moved to where I am now, I wanted to make sure... And at the very least, you know, say hi to all of my neighbors on my street and then get involved with that because and we've talked about this, especially with like Washington emergency management systems and all of the other groups and stuff that we've talked about. Knowing your neighbors is like really important. And it's like you don't. You don't even have to necessarily like them, but like to know who they are, so if there's an Mm -hmm. emergency or just being able to, if you see someone across the street at their place and you're like, hey, send them a Facebook message or all the different ways of communication now, be like, hey, is this a person that should be over by your house? Or just being able to have that interaction, that communication, I think is really important, especially right now.
3: I mean, we are in like a time that is really chaotic across all of America right now. There are people, you know, with paranoia on the rise, mm-hmm. and I don't like really appreciate, you know, most politics being about fear mongering about your neighbors. When we're seeing now the real implications of that with people being shot for knocking on the door, right, yeah. I think that's terrible. Right. And so, to have a community again requires people to yes meet face to face, which is still something that you know it is. Influx, uh, people are saying that the pandemic is over and they're saying that it isn't. And I think at this point, though, if we want to come out of a pandemic, we need to also take care of all of the work we had to put down in order to go through this phase. And now that we are out and using our roads and our infrastructure and people are seeing the real effects of how the... Uh, economy and the rent is just skyrocketing to unacceptable levels like nationwide and obviously yes here in Tacoma there is a way to change this and it starts at your neighborhood councils and you're appearing making listening to the city councils what they're talking about Mm -hmm. because right now in Tacoma they're putting down the planning the groundwork for so much uh, our fiscal budget this year is primarily in infrastructure, um, healthcare for you know building those hospitals, um, and not really education or um, I I sense like a big lacking in, in outreach as well um, with the way that, like, I'm drawing in city council members into my Discord server. Yeah! I'm, <laughs> really? I'm commis- yes, Joe Bushnell is in nice. my Discord. That's amazing. So, let's, I mean, we're on
2: Discord because we found that's a really amazing way to communicate mm-hmm. with people immediately. Like, for our listeners, we have so many different channels um, where people can do, like, shout-outs to local neighborhood stuff, where we can talk about sports, just general chat, and it's a direct link to us as hosts. And so to have council members or having Senco members right? or having all those people, it's essentially having their cell number on your phone without it being, like, super invasive for the person.
3: Yes, because Joe Bushnell is someone who already has Discord. So, of course, <laughs> yeah. he made that transition really nice. Like, what? Senko has a Discord server? Let's go. That's the same
2: thing I see. That
3: exactly. See that I yeah. So, like, we see even in politics there is a draw for mod- modification. You know, because we want modernization in our technology. And as far as uh, America's technical infrastructure, it's not where it should be. No. Uh, you know. We found,
2: I mean, pandemic really exposed that. Mm-hmm. I mean, just at the base level of like kids trying to do uh, virtual learning. Like that was yes a mess at best.
3: <laughs> uh, I see like the... um like I'm seeing it like my, in my day to day working in childcare, um, these kids are like socially and, uh, educationally behind and like stinted, um, because of this pandemic and we're having like an unprecedented amount of behavioral issues, uh, as well as just like a lack of communication. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also extending to us as adults and I think, of course, right? Of course. Yeah. If a child is going to look up to the adults and the way that we communicate, we behave, we have to put our game faces back on and reenter this society with a fresh outlook on life. And oh, I think man, that starts... Man, it was starts... so nice.
1: It was so nice driving around when nobody else was out. It was so <laughs> nice driving the trains and the buses and they were empty. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it just was. I, I, I'm not ready for everybody to come back and be out. I know it needs to happen, but... Just emotionally,
2: <laughs> well, I'm and, not prepared. Yeah. Man. And I think a lot of people aren't prepared for that too. Just looking at, and it, it's it's gotten better because I recently I went to a comedy show where the people weren't like it wasn't like complete chaos. I've gone yes. to a couple yeah. of like shows and live things in the last couple of years <laughs> where it's just been a shit show. Yeah, and throwing it's, things everywhere. Yeah. People don't know how to act at a mm-hmm. show. And I'm like, do you do this in your own house? Do you throw like water bottles at your TV?
1: Like, I didn't like that.
2: Right? Like, stop that. And everybody's
1: just acting like caged animals. Now. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what we went through, right? Yeah. Exactly. Well, and well, it's
2: trying to get back
0: into that. And also, everybody's scared. You don't know oh, what, what yeah. to do. I'm all, I, yeah, I'm still going through it. I, I could say, it did, it did kind of change my outlook on life, absolutely. A, a, a lot working from home, good and bad.
1: You, mm-hmm. you, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it is well, weird when you lock yourself in their house for like three weeks and then you come out for the first time and you are like, "Holy shit, there is an outside!" Yeah, today. Yeah,
2: today.
3: <laughs> this was out here the whole time. Oh my god, it's so,
2: it's so bright! I don't know what's don't happening. Ice. This sun hurts me. <laughs> right. Uh, I and it's. I just like with this. Let's. Uh, Switch a little bit on this, Isaac, just mm-hmm. because um, uh, you're you. You seem to be younger, and we talked about the age gap. But I don't want to. I don't mm-hmm. want to. You know, um, talk too much about your youth at this point. But also the fact that you are. Um, you got into this at an age that I'll be honest. Most people, like I said, like I was. 30 years younger than most of the people yeah. on my little group and to see anybody especially with like yourself here and uh, even with joe like younger people getting into mm-hmm. the local community politics game is it just what you saw around you that made you want to get into this like how did you even become involved with senco <sighs>
3: <laughs> that's, okay, that's a tricky question for me specifically, um, because <laughs> your boy came out of a cult. So what? <laughs> yeah. Oh,
2: shit, you are right in with all this.
3: So, well, listen, I'm out in the outside world now, and oh my God, I'm excited to be here. Everything is uh, wonderful and bright, and because y- pandemic, you got to slip right out. They lost oh. track of you. Yeah. Yes. It was, I mean dodged so many bullets with that situation and wow. now to be out here um I I got a job you know with like the Boys and Girls Club because I was just kind of always uh You know, I became a summer camp counselor of, like, the summer camp I went to every year consecutively. Yeah. So, I mean, it just kind of (laughs) happened with that one. Uh, Real quick,
1: real quick. Did you hmm. grow up in, in, like, a cult environment type thing? Or did you, like, grow up and get into something later on?
3: Just curious. I I was born into it. I did not choose that. (laughs) (laughs) Just for context. Yes. Yes. No choices were made. (laughs) uh, Just unfortunate spawn point that's for sure fair
2: enough fair enough. people people don't understand that
1: there are there are thousands of cults in the United States like considered cults yes. mm-hmm. thousands like i had no idea there was that many minus
3: traveling was was traveling oh, so okay. it was even it was worse right cuz you couldn't peg people down um but you stripped them of all of their things and Every year. And just move them and just continuously. It, yeah, we would say like we were military family, essentially. But it was wow. military for yeah, whatever. Spiritual yeah, yeah. warfare that's not happening. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Sorry. Uh- no, 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 no. <laughs> hey, no it's you good should context. have led with
0: that. We're the type of podcast you could have led with that. <laughs> and, and we would have been like.
1: We yeah. were all in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, and, we, uh, we uh,
0: go yeah. in deep with our
2: guests. Like yeah. you can go back and listen to Streetball Soup yep. and find out what happens when a man takes an axe to the neck and doesn't tell us beforehand. Yeah, huh. and then mentions yeah. it casually in I our didn't podcast. Watch that one? No, <laughs> yeah, no. Streetball Soup. Go back on that one. We might have to do a replay on that one um, because and
0: that... not 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 to make light of your situation in Ooh, any right. means. We just never met anybody. Like he said to say, oh hey, no, ask away I, for uh, sure. Yeah, of, but no, not not light hearted or anything like that and we're glad you're here with us today
2: and and it's like with all of our guests it's like we're always just wanting to find out more about people we're never Mm -hmm. wanting to like yeah just curious curious. oh no I'm a pretty open
3: book I just don't know like because right you came out of a cult and you're like I don't exactly know how this society works anymore or how it's supposed to because your home life didn't reflect anything of like the people around you are talking about or experiencing whatsoever sure so now I'm like re-entering being like hey guys I just want to help out
2: it's a good starting point though I mean after the pandemic like everything Mm -hmm. is I mean it's not like clean slate but at the same (laughs) point everyone's kind of coming in again at like a new spawn point you might have some of your old experience but at that same Mm -hmm. point everything is new and I think that's a perfect way to get into this too and the fact that you're doing at that base level like just like I want to know about my community and what's going on around here that's commendable dude
3: well it kind of started with like a you know my coworker uh, Emily Hernandez, who is also a, a member of Senco, nice. literally was my coworker and totally hooked me in, you know, gotcha. into this. So I just got reindoctrinated. <laughs> but I like this one way better. This is sick because I literally get to go out and talk to, you know, my neighbors from city council members to like firefighters and policemen and like you lovely gentlemen of Aww. like, you know, like yeah, of course, <laughs> of, of you guys, you know being out in the community and meeting these people and hearing what they're concerned about, what they're doing about it. And, you know, me just showing up, I'm like, I can't like shoot for the moon here. I'm not going for president. What can I do? Yeah. And you find that there's already organizations here on the ground. I mean, it was, I was so thoroughly blown away by uh, this place on Pacific Avenue, uh, next chapter who is bringing in uh, single mothers and their children into this uh, place that was busted for drugs and heroin there, like had a whole police raid, and now it is totally converted into like these lovely homes that they get to stay in as long as they need to, and they have like a 90% success rate of getting wow. these women and these families out into their own homes and with jobs that should happen more often
1: when there's incredible yeah when when they do police forfeitures like that when they take houses and cars and stuff that money should go to people of the city not to the police stations because it just encourages Mm -hmm. um you know Mm -hmm. police to to actually where's next
2: chapter located
3: at it's on uh pacific avenue okay Um, so it's like uh of course i can't remember which uh street level it's at maybe like around 64th. Okay. So it's, yeah. but it's like in the middle of Pacific Avenue. It's this like little, uh, blue building complex. Oh shit. Was it was that the motel. old motel. Oh, it was the yes. old motel. Yeah, it's right
2: yeah. off of 72nd. And, uh, and yeah, it was the old motel that was, I didn't realize that they had, a, mm-hmm. were able, cause I remember when they were threatening to tear it down Yeah, and then they had figured out a different way. Because like you said, it was tons of raids. It was just essentially a drug den. Um, and it wasn't, uh, they had to like redo everything because not because yeah. they were cooking meth in there, they were just smoking it and yeah. it was just in the walls. Into, into the walls and everything. I'm glad. Cause I didn't know if they had actually been, had been able to turn that into a full thing. I'd seen the repaint in the, uh, in the gate yeah, up there. They're,
3: they're taking it piece by piece. Right. That's because, amazing. You know, everyone is having a rough time after this pandemic and we all kind of just have to be fixing things piece by piece at this second. Yeah. That's that truly is like the state that I feel like America is in. You know, if we can just, you know, many hands make a lighter load if we can all just be sort of fixing a little thing as we're going along. Yeah. I think it adds up to much more than people realize, especially when there's already like so much distrust in our voting systems and our politicians. I I would rather do the work myself.
2: We just had um a uh, primary election, a smaller mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Um but the uh the turnout was abysmal. Um very very low turnout. Well,
1: nobody's interested in summertime. Man. I know, dude, but <laughs> yeah, it's it's, very, it's pretty it important. Like, and
2: and honestly the
1: local like local politics is really where you're going to see the biggest difference, right? That's going to make the biggest difference in and, your life. So it people starts, really should And it starts in your neighborhood, yes. And it but was also, Nobody cares. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Well, that was like the one thing that it was interesting because uh, there was, I mean, primaries are the primaries, especially down this local level. It's like small stuff. Super, super, super small. But then there was the levy for um, fire. Sure. um, For fire and uh, EMS, Mm -hmm. uh, the prop one. And fortunately that passed, but I was looking at the numbers and I was really glad that my wife and I voted because <laughs> yeah. there was, like, I'm like, literally, like, it's not that close, but I, like, if we had just decided to say, you know, fuck it, and then, you know, a couple of other people did, it could have gone completely yeah. a different way. Yeah, it's just a few hundred people
3: usually in your local elections. Yeah. It, do, it doesn't make, it doesn't take So your much. voice really yes. does
2: matter at this level.
3: This is where your voice matters the most. Yep. I mean, this is where you live. You should have your voice heard here. For first and foremost. And if you can't make change in your backyard, that is a major red flag that something is not working properly. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, every American feels like we're not powerful enough to take on, you know, the American government or like big corporations. And that's not
1: true. People go out and they protest things like that all the time. And I, I really exactly. ask yourself before you go protest stuff like that. Did you even vote last year? <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what have you done locally before and, and you And also
0: go? money talks. Exactly. When, they, when, when When they say, oh, I don't like what's on TV, yeah. then don't subscribe to that channel. There you go. You know? Yeah. yeah.
1: Exactly. Well, you vote with your dollar in America, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Right? Yeah.
2: Yes. 100%. You got to kind of look at that in that aspect. And some of that is with, like, levies mm-hmm. or um, dealing with businesses that maybe um, they maybe feel that they're a little uh, a little too big to, you know, stop. And that was one of the Mm. things that I really wanted to bring up because in the Senko area, there is this mega warehouse that's going to be coming up and I, I, I've i seen you feel the tension right can we get another drink <laughs> yeah we start yeah, yeah yeah go it's ahead just, yeah. Uh, can we can we yeah, yeah. Just we're, we're gonna get we're we getting into some stuff. of the weeds in this and we're gonna get oh, into boy, that oh, and then man. we're gonna talk some of that stuff we'll refill our drinks we will come right back and uh, we'll get into it support for the grit city podcast is brought to you by manscaped who is the best men's below the waist grooming their products are precision engineered tools for your family jewels manscaped performance packages is the ultimate men's Men's Hygiene Bundle. Join over 8 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code GRITCITY at manscaped.com. We did get the performance package 4.0. It's a game changer. Jeff, how are your balls? Oh, they're so good.
0: You don't know the level you, you could take them to as far as comfort.
2: And I'm going to say confidence. I nice swagger. I thought that was just the steps he was taking because his pants were down around his ankles <laughs> to show it off. <laughs> Let's talk about the Lawnmower 4.0. Lawnmower 4.0 is the trimmer that is the future of grooming and consensus with everyone. The greatest ball trimmer you guys have ever used. 100% best body hair trimmer I've ever used. They're waterproof. You just need to do the quick in-out. Maybe uh, you have somebody coming over and you need to get it done quick. You're like, hold on, I need to take a shower. You know, get my funk off. And then you can get yourself uh, trimmed up, cleaned up. Use that ball deodorant. Makes your ball sack really smooth and soft. (laughs)
0: Does it really? (laughs) So, the first thing I I did do, I went to my wife and she was sitting down. So, I showed her. I said, hey, what's this smell like? (laughs) What'd you say? And she said it was better than the alternative.
2: Get 20% off and free shipping with the code GRITCITY at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with the free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code GRITCITY. Unlock confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. And we are back. We are recording with Isaac Penn from Senco at the beautiful Union Club. I want to give a shout out to the Union Club because uh, we're finally back. Yes. It's, it's been a minute that we've been able to come out in here and hang out. And this is one of my favorite places, part of the Surge uh, co-working group family. And this is just the place with the most personality that you could like work here. This stuff breeds creativity. Just walking around this gigantic old-ass building. Well, and we didn't even give them the tour. Um, like oh. Downstairs,
1: have you ever been in here? <laughs> no, I haven't. Oh, downstairs, there's an event center. It's the a 200-person event
2: center. People do weddings, your- night markets, and a whole bunch of different office space. You can see how they've reconstructed all of this. This used to be the old union club. Back in like 1888, where they would do all their nefarious deals, and <laughs> they would get all that stuff going on. It was a restaurant for a while. Yep. There's some sort of creepy mural up top that we've never been able to see. That I hopefully that they uh, will uh, s- th- th- they will keep, uh, or at least so. let me look at. I don't know. I um, oh,
3: see spooky paintings, right. oh, dude. And
2: and this place, I they probably hate when I say this, but this place is for sure 100 percent haunted. We've had experiences here, and I know we want to do a ghost hunt. Well, some you point. oh you saw the the. Tub,
1: right? Yeah, the presidential. <laughs> the presidential.
3: Tub. Wonderful so, bathroom. In here.
1: Jeff has a uh, <laughs> he has a paranormal app on his on his phone, obvious well, or something, no, right?
4: Of course, yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> the this the
1: kind of guys are dealing with. Yep. So yeah. I, I jumped okay. in there one day. I just jumped in the in the thing. He took a picture of me, and they pulled it up. And the first word that popped up, it said coffin. Right, hmm. yeah, that was creepy yep. out. I was out of that tub,
3: Sort <laughs> <laughs> yeah. have been someone's final resting place. Yeah,
2: if you want to lay in the tub that William Taft took a bath in, <laughs> you too can sleep in the presidential coffin. <laughs> oh, well, no, anyway, Union Club Tacoma, check them out. They're amazing, yes. and don't worry about the ghosts, they're fine, they're great. They'll, yeah. they'll help you do all your yeah. work. Nothing
0: super scary, just startling. You know, but nothing, yeah. nothing bad. Never well, it's a felt. big building and it creaks yeah. a lot? Yeah. No, it's, it's old. And, and it's in downtown a Tacoma. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. As a matter of fact, I think outside Tacoma in this area is a little more scarier than, than, than <laughs> yeah. inside yeah. this place, yeah, For sure. yeah. especially after dark.
2: <laughs> oh my goodness. Um. So yeah, we where we left off was talking about the big bad mega warehouse, and this is one of those things. Like I said right before, before we were about to go. Um. It's I've seen a lot of people talk about it, about how bad it's gonna be, but I haven't heard any press about it. There has been like very oh. little press <laughs> about this, and it's one of those where it makes me wonder, I'm like, well, if there's people not talking about it, they're trying to push this through without getting any sort of community feedback, because then at that point you're like, Well, then why? And the stuff that you were telling me beforehand is uh I mean it's shocking. Just to see kind of where they're going with it. But it's that just destruction of any sort of like urban sprawl at this point in time.
3: I mean, with this mega warehouse specifically, it is taking up like 2.5 million square footage. Jeez. This is this is going to be massive. Um, and the site that they are putting this on is a super fun site. Which means it's got a bunch of hazardous chemicals that they are just going to kick up into the air while they're building this.
2: Jeez. Now, where about is this, uh, is where they're looking to put this all up? Where is the Superfund site in all of this?
3: I mean, it is more on uh, the western side of South Tacoma. And it is like that, the one, the one area with park and trees. Because, you know, you can't build anything on a Superfund site (laughs) because of the chemicals. So it's already been approved by the city council, but it is certainly not, been approved or even checked for any health? Wow, any health repercussions that it's going to have on the environment and the people that live here? You would think they would have to do some kind of environmental impact. Oh, it should that, be right? a requirement, yeah. but it no. doesn't seem like it. I uh. mean, we still have uh, plume uh, droppings. The uh, uh, soccer?
2: Uh, uh, the the sarco. Our yes. sarco. So Sarko. <laughs> plume. If you, yeah, if you don't know anything about um, Point Rustin. Uh, That was built on the old Asarco smelting tower. If -hmm. you grew up here in your youth, you didn't go down to that end because it was basically just a smokestack that blew out poison into the ground. And one of the reasons why even in Tacoma, most of the time you want to have um, uh, above ground growing um, planters. Yeah. You you have to check you like even where i'm at down um down off of like 60th and Pacific you need to check your soil yeah. to see how contaminated it is because of how that's brought out so when you've got something like that down in on south tacoma uh this is not good like this is no. not good stuff because this can affect not only that area but everywhere around there if they're doing all that construction
3: no the plume that you know was worked on it spread all over from Olympia to Seattle. So that is one place that was smelting lead, carper, copper, put in arsenic everywhere. Um, and they did all these tests, so to say, on all of the land in Tacoma, except when you actually go to look at the areas that have been surveyed, the uh, places that have been tested, you'll see there's miles in between them when you get out to the south end. Hmm. That but, they didn't test. No, because uh. it's an underserved, undesirable
2: yeah. district. No one's going to want to do anything there. and No. In their thoughts and their minds. And you're like, well, eventually, sometime down the road, maybe there would be. And they're like, eh, we're so not going to worry they, about they, that now. Is, is that what they're doing? Is they're
1: building they're this in putting a spot that was never tested type thing?
3: Not only was it tested because it's a super fun site. They did other okay. dumping there. Okay. So it was so bad and toxic, they can't build anything there without you know essentially having to have a full clean out of the entire area and what are they going to do i mean this when this when they dig into this it is going to go into our aquifers it's not just a chemical that they can just lift up it's they're pushing it down into our drinking water i don't know how exactly they expect this to go well for anyone this can literally po- this is poisoning the well water that they are approving they are poisoning the air with all of the trucks that are going to come in. And you think that's going to give us local jobs? No, these truckers are coming from all over America. They're not going to be Tacomans. Mm-hmm. They're they're not us. And they're going to be sitting all over our freeways, dra- jamming all of our streets. And when we don't even have good traffic right now.
2: And, I mean, just think about, like, the South Tacoma Way area and just think about all of that, like, going down to Lakewood and just dealing with what it is now. Which isn't necessarily the worst, but now consider adding in endless amount of trucks. look at what they have done to uh, the once farm fields of Fife the, they're all they're all just distro centers, UPS, FedEx, mm-hmm. a bunch of different things and it's just miles and miles of cement and giant brick warehouses well yeah. not brick warehouses, but square warehouses. yeah and there's just nothing out there but trucks and the traffic they had to literally build the new bridge over just for a truck lane to get to mm-hmm. the port of Tacoma because of how uh, I don't want to say how bad but like just how many trucks and how much traffic is happening now yeah. because of that.
1: Dude, I've always said that um, semis should have their own freeway. Yes! They should just be on their own freeway. Fuck yes! not or because just I, Trains. I, I, we, yeah. Well, I just feel like they, it would just be safer for everybody. They don't want to deal with us.
3: Yeah, right? and I don't and, want to deal with them. Yeah, and fucking semis. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, I got should,
1: stories. they should be on, an, on, on a different road. <laughs> I've you, always said that.
2: If you want to hear me rant, and I don't think I need to rant on a podcast about it, but if you want to hear me rant about driving and just... I've got Uh, thoughts about semi-drivers. Dude,
1: ride in one for a day and you will feel different because car drivers are the fucking worst, dude. You guys have no idea how close you get to semis. And how, how hard it is to stop a semi? Where else are we gonna go? <laughs> oh man!
2: Well, I know how hard. I mean, I know that aspect of it. Like, give them some space, man. You should absolutely one hundred percent. You give them some space. But also, I've seen the semi drivers who drive like they're driving in a fucking yeah. Subaru. Well, it looks, it's, it's like it can you. be it can be an entry level
1: job for a lot of people, right? So yeah, I, I'm not saying that there mm-hmm. aren't terrible semi drivers are 100% that they are. Um, <laughs> but um they've also went through a lot more training than your average driver. Yeah. Right? So yeah.
2: Um, yeah. Oh yeah, you got to have the CDL and all. Right. Understandable.
1: And think about this, like if you're going to if you're going to meet
3: a semi on the road, he, it's not going to hurt him at all.
1: <laughs>
4: no. <laughs> you know
3: right. And so you're going to lose that every time, right? <laughs> yeah. And we're looking at like up to 12,000 more yeah, of these crazy. guys in <laughs> Tacoma.
1: And those will be um probably like uh, delivery distribution drivers, yeah. right? Yeah. It wouldn't be it would be over-the-road kind of guys probably, right?
3: No, they're coming up, picking up, and going. They're yeah. not giving us business.
2: Oh, yeah. It's just they're in and out, and that's yeah. – it's – what – I think almost yeah. every big city – sorry. Yeah.
1: But I think almost yeah. every city is having this problem with these distribution centers they're putting right outside of the city. And it's and it's making um, it's just terrible areas, right, where it's just – there's nothing out there but these giant warehouses, yeah. and we all drive through them. We've all we've all seen them. We all live around them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I don't I don't know that I want another one close to me.
2: I don't want one in a city, too. By the way, like that's like no. smack in the city, and that's like the problem. I mean, they suck when they're out there in the fields and like you know taking over all of the 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 rural land and stuff. But it's also even more so like we just talked with the infrastructure tacoma doesn't have an infrastructure for this like we're going to have to now deal with years decades of reconstruction of the roads around that just yes. to accommodate that sort of thing and that's going to affect every person even if you don't necessarily always drive on south tacoma way or around that area you're going to see it later on when you're trying to get to maybe stillicum or you're maybe trying to get down to lakewood or you're trying to get past you know yeah. any of that areas and you can't Because traffic is so shitty on your area, and you're like, well, why is it bad here? It's because every other choke point because of this place has been clogged up. It will affect and reverberate throughout the entire community.
3: It's only going to get worse because it is, again, in the smack dab middle of the city. Mm -hmm. You're going to have semi-trucks in just your neighborhood because they are coming through off of I-5 and on all of these other streets, Pac Ave, South Tacoma, they're going to make any kind of route that they can think of, especially if, you know, they're trying to be in and out as fast as possible. This doesn't even account for, like, all of the car violence and the way that people in Tacoma drive, especially oh, yeah. if we... Yeah. You know, dude. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. I live in the South End. It is the worst Fuck yeah, dude. drivers here. The
2: worst. Well, and it, it part of that, too, is also just I feel that, man, like, just the accidents I see and like because i mean i have the citizen app and it works every once in a while it's good for information um same but it's one of those things where you see oh yeah car accidents like where okay on pacific avenue for me seeing a lot of the times it's around like 48th 43rd um 38th obviously but kind of just that area right there yeah where um people people are impatient and they just think oh we i can just go and people are going to be paying attention and they'll No, they don't. (laughs) Yeah, like, people aren't paying attention, but they'll go, you know... To take a left turn from the far right lane like yeah. stop signs or optional I mean
3: I've seen people suggesting. literally stop their car in the middle of the intersection <laughs> I mean like I've seen people park on the sidewalks yeah there, yeah. there is yeah. not just regular insanity but extra Tacoma and <laughs> insane drivers here okay nope. we bring it up to the Canadian level that I saw a Canadian just drive through a roundabout like I so, saw
2: a Fed Extra just drive <laughs> over like a, way, a, a thing that's. <laughs> (laughs) Supposed to stop you from crossing, going across into the other street, just drove right over. I'm like, bro, you're not supposed to do that. (laughs) You're just not supposed to do that. People don't care. Yeah. And, uh, but like, just mixing that in, Tacoma driving with semi drivers and doing with all that insanity at that point, it's it's, not safe. It's not going to be good. Um, But we've been talking about, you know, the street level politics. What can people do to even show that they don't approve of this and how that they can stop it? Because I mean, it's not easy or people will feel that it's not easy to be able to put your, you know, put your your, your name on something, like, you know, like a change.org petition or something. They don't yeah. know what it's going to do, but how can people do something to make them
3: fi- make their voices known? I mean, guys, think about it. There's only like maybe like a couple handfuls. Of city council members, <laughs> and there's like a million of us. <laughs> I mean, truly, the more hands make lighter work. We have a rally going on on Sunday, you know, September twentieth. Eighth? No, that's August. Oops, it's <laughs> August. Hey, man, it's even closer than you realize. It's on its way. It's coming up. Yeah, yeah. So August twentieth. Yes. And it is a rally and community cleanup, you know, 5031 South Puget Sound Ave from 3 to 5 p.m. We are showing up and we are telling them this warehouse is not good. Mm-hmm. It's not good for us. It's not even good for you. Why are we doing this? Who approved this? I mean, it is one of, it's a question of like what type of thinking and what commissions and committees did they listen to? to come to this decision because it's obvious they didn't listen to a majority of them. Because when Tacoma, the city itself, puts on the Tacoma Climate Leadership Cohort, uh, which is something I did participate in, and they're putting city officials into this training right, for these people to better serve our communities in a climate-conscious way, but then they approve a mega house that is only a detriment to our environment when we are already the worst city like for tree canopy 20% tree Dude, yeah. canopy the lowest in all of Washington abysmal
2: only if you're in the north end do you get a tree camp- canopy
3: yes and you can see a direct correlation between the redlining maps of you know the racist 40s of Washington mm-hmm. to today and our underserved communities of today it is a direct correlation You know, it's important that we develop these places now. Yeah. While we don't have, hopefully, (laughs) a racist committee to serve our neighborhoods like they should be served.
2: That's, uh, and I, just a shout out cause we've talked about them before too, but stuff like, uh, like grit city trees, yep. um, yeah. there's ways to be able to work with, uh, with like things like the can- uh, canopy and it, like do the betterment of your own neighborhood too. So that's like one of those yeah. things that you can also participate in, which is amazing cause it's not all always about having to fight the big man. Uh, it can also just be about embettering your own neighborhood if at all possible. Exactly.
3: That's how we did our, our D street. Uh, We recently had a block party on D Street, you know, right behind the uh, pack of Fred Meyer. Yeah. And, you know, Fred Meyer approved to let them work on this area that, you know, was like right up against their fence and their property but had become a garbage dumping ground, oh, a yeah. place for homeless to live and a place for drugs to be dealt, you know, on this strip on D street where we have mm-hmm. a neighborhood right on the right other there, side yeah. of this. So, you know, the community themselves just put out tires to try and, and like huge swaths of garbage to try and dissuade people from staying and dealing there. <laughs> and we, as the as Senko said, that's, not good enough for you. Yeah. You deserve better than a trash heap in your front yard. Yeah. So we, we don't cleaned. want anyone to
2: be here. Here's some <laughs> trash. And you're like, but I live here. You're like, yeah, you get trash. Congrats. <laughs> no, 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 uh, yeah.
3: no, no, people, <laughs> people absolutely have a right to the environment. And I think it's, uh, abysmal that, you know, Rustin, that we knew from the plume was, uh, an environment that needed a whole lot of work, was developed because it's waterfront property. Oh, yeah. So it's, oh, yeah. it's you know, for the wealthy. But now when we come into the South End, where we see our BIPOC community, you know, uh, skyrocketed, it's abysmal. We have as much as 0% trees in some places. That's Zero.
2: And I mean... That's not even just talking about the like the business districts. I mean, that's like in neighborhoods, yeah, it's like I mean, you think about you know, like kind of the Hosmer or South Tacoma ways' like, sure, yeah, there's just a whole bunch of you know, swaths of business there, so it might be hard to do trees. But even in the neighborhoods right around there, all that areas, yeah, like we in my neighborhood, we don't have trees on our front street, and there's not very many down the whole thing. There's a couple of them. But I
3: bet there's room for them now, isn't there? 100%. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just
2: got to convince the neighbors because we got to do it on their side. But that's just because the way it's all set up and you got to kind of figure that out. But it's also talking to your neighbors about that sort of aspect too. Yeah, the information. coming together with it.
3: It's not coming out, Mm -hmm. you know, The city has not put in enough effort into this outreach, into communicating all of the resources that Tacomans do have access to. There is free bus tickets for kids. There is literally a uh, free mega clinic that is, you know, putting on, you know, in the Boys and Girls Club at the SHOT branch. And we have, you know... Literally free tickets at your library to like museums and yes. whatnot. So we have resources out there for people to take advantage of, but the city doesn't necessarily want you to know about them all the time. Or the fact that we do have a huge tree ordinance that's going into place and we're really trying to get people to participate in telling the city, yeah, I want a tree, plant it for me. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. they will now. They will. They will. They'll plant. They'll, they'll plant plan a tree for you. For me, that
2: see that's even better because that was one of the. I mean, like the stopping points for she me. Like I have to do a whole dude. Yeah,
3: yeah. And, and I mean, <laughs> especially if you are doing uh, this this like uh, intake form of saying, not only do I want a tree on my strip, my whole neighborhood street wants trees, and yeah. you can deliver it, them on all the same day, and you can tell the. Tacoma Tree Foundation or whatever neighborhood council you're in. Hey, I'm getting a bunch of trees this day. Can we get some okay. help planting some things? <laughs> Let's do it. Well, and People that, will
2: show up. Yeah. And I mean, I just remember being um doing stuff with an act, and it was like the big, the big dumping day before it was before the pandemic, but it was just the we're going to mm-hmm. get a whole parking lot set up and you just come in. We've got a whole bunch of dumpsters. You just come and dump all your stuff. And I was just one of the uh, the the traffic directors. Nice. And it's just kind of that aspect of it. But it was one of those ways that it's a community event to help clean up your neighborhood. And it's like one of those yeah. ways that you can make your neighborhood better. And it was cool. I got a little vest and a little sign and everything. <laughs> like, I, felt, I felt very important when I was doing it. But it was fun because it also... It, when when people do something nice a lot of the times, it's sure, it's it's good for the person they're doing it for. But it's also good for yourself, too. It makes you feel good. Yeah. Like It makes you feel better. And so if you want that feeling, you want a little bit of that dopamine rush, it's <laughs> like you can do that by getting out there and helping your own community in that sort of aspect. So it's yeah. it, it's mutually beneficial um, when it comes down to and, it. And
0: also, I, I live out in, in South Hill. And uh, talking about the trees canopy, the reason why we picked the house where we live right now, me and my wife, uh was because of the canopy. And uh we have deer. Deer walked past our fucking yard <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> it scares the, the shit out of you and your yeah, cat. Yeah, like, <laughs> the Cat cat was all like, that's a big dog. And the cat, <laughs> the cat had, had a tail, it was just huge, a huge the whole time. And he was running from window to window to see it. But that's disappearing super quick because like when we, we've had the house for like three years, they've already put in four apartment complexes and yeah. and just because the people are growing out there but i see it disappearing so freaking quick and it and it does happen super quick so i am going to take a, a better i don't want to i really don't i, I just. Want, <laughs> I want somebody else to do it honest but i i, I see that it's i'm going to have to take a interest and start talking to people and seeing how to vote to to stop uh uh, keep uh, those trees from disappearing because mm-hmm. we got yes. some beautiful old trees and luckily we're on a green belt. So I think that's, that, 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 you know, there, there's going to be a strip, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I can say, but I still want more trees.
2: Yeah. And that's like Mm. the big thing, too. It's like, yeah, let's not turn this into, you know, the cyberpunk future dystopian sort of like where it's just the gray buildings everywhere. We Mm, want neon
3: lights.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, neon's cool, but I just want to see it like as the sign on the Parkway Tavern. I don't want to see like the neon glow everywhere. I want to see the trees. I want to see that sort of aspect. You don't want trees in museums. Have you ever seen neon in trees?
3: Neon
2: trees. Neon in the trees, brother. That's, (laughs) that's, that's, That's tripping me. Um, But uh, one of the also uh, another aspect of Senco is that sure you're a council member, but that also you're out there talking with members of the community. And if people want to go, they can just come to the meetings, correct? Oh, yes, cool. When do those normally happen?
3: Uh, For our Senco meetings, you know, we are meeting pretty much on uh, Mondays, usually at like 7 p.m. We like our meetings start late because we know people, you know, truly. Community work is a contest of who has the most free time. <laughs> so yeah, of so course, that's why it's usually retired people. Exactly, <laughs> of course, the demographic is leaning older. Yep. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm I'm very lucky to be uh, able to survive um, with my work and my part-time job, which gives me enough time to be here Mm -hmm. and to, you know, use my weekends to (laughs) be here. (laughs) This is a great place to spend my weekend though. Thank you. It's wonderful. It's just, you know, the the work that needs to be done is so much more than uh one individual can do. And so Mm -hmm. when we're joining these organizations and we're getting involved in just doing what little that we can, we find it makes big waves. Even just people seeing a group out there. Mm -hmm. You know We get honked at and like waves and people (laughs) screaming at us, uh, you know, just lovingly as we are, you know, picking up trash. So it is very, very clear that a community out there exists and immediately can see you and appreciate you Mm -hmm. and are more motivated to participate when they're seeing real change. And so having the D Street project, you know, where now we have instead of a line of garbage, a line of trees, and we're still putting in like... Tacoma grant-funded artists on that wall, and leaving space, you know, for our own local artists nice. to be there, you know. But being able to put in gardens for that neighborhood, and then moving on to our Picture Pack Ave sub-area plan, where we really want to remove all of this useless concrete that's not going. I mean, they're cu- they're putting concrete over the green strips. <laughs> yeah. Why? 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 You could have just put a tree. Or a bush there. If there were bushes along that strip that's closest to the road, Mm -hmm. pedestrians would feel so much safer. Yeah. That is a natural barrier. And it's luscious and green and so (laughs) lovely to look at.
1: Maybe we wouldn't have so many cars and buildings in Tacoma. (laughs) Also,
3: maybe. Like with the freaking
1: drivers.
3: That's (laughs) what they want. They want us to change to a carless... Uh, system, but right—that's what all that infrastructure in the fiscal year is for. But
2: mm-hmm. and I know that they—I mean—they've been pushing the forever project of the BRT, which yep. I uh, personally I am for in terms of just being able to get transport transportability from as far down to Graham to get you eventually even up to as far as like Linwood. Mm-hmm. Like it's a whole aspect, and this is one of those things down here that can be a thing. But then you get into The pushback and the politics of it and seeing like, oh, they haven't moved forward at all. And you're just like, well, is this going to happen? And then there's everybody who is uh, mad about it. And understandably so, especially if you're a business on that strip or even if you own a home on that because of what the city has what they've talked about having plans, but I don't even know if they even have something at this point because the last time I heard something was like a couple of years ago. Like, I don't even know what the was f- going on with it.
3: Yeah, well, again, they're not really being as communicative as they should be. Mm-hmm. They have a website on the city of Tacoma of the Picture Pack Ev, you know, project. Um, but when it comes to actually getting the word out there... Uh, I've seen maybe a few signs. Yeah. Like the small signs that like fell over, you know, (laughs) uh, and were gone within like a week.
2: Or somebody uh, staples over with their, we'll buy your house right now for cash. (laughs) And you're like, wait a Uh, minute.
3: Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, like we finished up our two survey walks um, of us actually walking with uh, Wesley Rhodes, who is the senior planner um, that is in charge of this sub area plan. So he is out there and roaming about. Um, But when it comes to, like, actually implementing this, they're still very much in the planning phase, as well as, like, not really sure which project type they're doing anymore. If they're doing a full, uh, you know, bus route revamp and, you know, doing all of these new things to connect uh, Pacific Avenue to other routes... Um, Or this BRT, the bus rapid transit, which is essentially, you know, just a one street line that Mm -hmm. just goes super, super fast from the top of Pac-Ave to the bottom. But at the same time, their bottom of Pac-Ave is 96th.
2: That's not the bottom of... (laughs) No,
3: No. it's not. But then we also see the issue of sprawl Mm -hmm. that Tacoma has gotten. Because, you know, with the rising rent, we know that people are moving further out of city limits to even find something affordable. Yeah. And now because of that, they are completely restricted from any of the benefits that the city of Tacoma is doing, despite the fact that they are living oh so close, mm-hmm. as well as working within city limits.
2: And it's it's frustrating at some points because uh, there's a lot of pushback for people who um, don't want certain housing And Mm -hmm. we need all sorts of aspects of housing, but it's frustrating when I see that the only thing that's being built right now are micro-apartments for, like, over $1,300. Like, a, a room that's smaller than where we're at right now. And... People are like, okay, yeah, you can live there, but you can't have a family. You can't have anyone over. You can't you don't have a parking space. Like you don't have any amenities to stay but a bed and a kitchenette and a in a toilet. Like that's kind of the it's like this is what you get for that expensive is mind boggling. And it just it like I want everyone to have affordable housing. Absolutely. Which is like, I I shouldn't have to say that. Like, like, it's like one of the dumbest things. Like, I like the fact that I was fortunate enough to be able to purchase a home before the explosion of either the uh, housing costs or now the interest rates. Yeah. So I am able to live in a house where if I had to rent my house, I I, personally, I wouldn't be able to afford it. Like in that, fucking sucks like like when they flip the house next to me doesn't suck for you yeah i know it doesn't suck for me but (laughs) it sucks for i know but that's the thing (laughs) it's i it's i like i don't feel guilt i feel very fortunate to be able to do that but i feel like everyone should be able to have a place that they can stay they can call a home and not feel like they're confined to essentially a sell right these do these things do go in cycles though like the, the,
1: the real real estate does go in cycles and and i do i do feel me this is just my personal opinion mm-hmm. but I, I do feel like um, price values will come down here pretty soon hopefully we'll, we'll see how everything goes with uh, interest rates but i feel like they will come down
3: i definitely appreciate your optimism because I, <laughs> I don't have it <laughs> yeah because uh, i oof. a lot of people
1: don't but um i mean that that's just usually um Usually, how it happens is interest rates go up um, pretty soon. Um, you know, you get more and more um, houses on in, in you know inventory in the back end, and, and prices yes. start to come down. And and you you are starting to see that it, um, people that pay attention to like um, housing numbers will see that there's but, more. And but more
0: also, in the, the, I'm sorry, the, no, you're good. The entrant. Uh, um, which is good. It's going down, but it's never going to be as low as it was well, interest
1: in rates or, uh, or, or just or
0: house houses. You no, know? probably you not. No, yeah, no, but, but,
1: but I mean, money's never going to be right. Low. Yeah. I was just saying <laughs> that too. As low as that, it that, was but, either. The, it's good. And it's and always going to
0: be more less, less Right. And that's just the nature of the beast, yep. right? Nothing yep. is ever going to be as low oh, yeah. as it was.
1: No,
3: the best, the best day to invest was yesterday. Right. The second best day is today. Right. That's, that's the way it is. I mean it's yeah. one of those things though that this inflation has gotten so out of hand and we're finding that, you know, this excess of wealth that America has, the wealthiest country mm-hmm. in the world, oh yeah. Is so so not spread. Oh. It's so yeah. hoarded amongst the top. And now we're seeing as the housing economy is just struggling more and more so, and the entirety of America is becoming more and more poor we're going to only see the societal like systemic problems of homelessness on the rise mm-hmm. of you know finding relief in through drugs or alcohol or whatever kind of thing that people are reaching for on the rise we know that the pandemic has already risen it because now yeah. we as a collective have been forced into like solitary confinement which you know <coughs> In my cult days, I know something very well about. And I got to tell you guys. (laughs) Not a fan? No, it's not not for me. (laughs) It's not for me. But, you know, because, you know, it's something, I guess, that I was used to. This pandemic has not been able to affect me as much as I've seen, you know, my colleagues and my friends and my family, especially because, you know, the, this is a time that a lot of people use to work on themselves and their personal projects, mm-hmm. and to you know really do self discovery as well as to spiral into the depths of yeah. who they are. Yeah, I think it's created an excess of delusion and self grandeur in people, uh, even all the way to the kids. And now we see a society where we all want it to work, mm-hmm. and that we know we have the resources. To make it work. Because America is capable, absolutely, of rebounding from what is uh, spiraling into a recession. So if we are able to come together and really meet in our communities to do work uh, for our environment, because instead of a warehouse, why wouldn't you have electric fleet? Or why wouldn't you have things that this world is already starting to transition to the rest of the world is leaving oil behind mm-hmm. and leaving us Americans behind with it. So if we right. can't keep up, especially in Washington, the northwestern pinnacle of technology, come on, guys. There is literally talk about DNA computers. Why don't we have some <laughs> of that happening here? Right. That
2: would be sick. Right. That would be kind of interesting. Uh, hey,
0: what, what's, what's the country <laughs> Borat's from?
2: Kazakhstan? Kazakhstan. So I met, I
0: met a gentleman from Kazakhstan. Did you when, really? When we were in Italy. Ooh. Dude, it, it's the next Dubai, but that's what they did. They deal in tech and they exactly. deal in oil. They are so far ahead. Like like he's going, what are you guys doing over there? No, not really. But, <laughs> but exactly, if, if we'd match apples to apples... You know yeah. they're so far ahead. Have you heard of? Have you heard this before? And he was just impressed. I knew where it was, and I had to cop <laughs> out just because he thought Ooh, it was boy. like, all right, you guys know, right? We're checking oil, and I'm going, no, you're you know <laughs> But it, it's look it up. They're 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 they're, they're flying high.
2: Well, and never <laughs> know. And that's I mean to draw, to draw a comparison to Tacoma, like a lot of people will just think of it as well. They're afraid of Tacoma um, because <laughs> a lot of the stuff they see is just from what they see on the news but we've got a good tech center we've talked with literally people who are making flying cars flying transportation we got it here yeah there's a lot of really cool uh like cutting edge stuff that's happening in tacoma that again most people really don't necessarily know about unless you're in the in the know of that of those sort of businesses i believe
1: that the um the people that do uh this building the um Surge, the Surge group also do uh, Startup Two Five Three, which is a like a a venture capital type thing with um, entrepreneurs, um, you know, little businesses that start up. I think I believe they're they're involved in that as well. So yeah, there's a great community for um, businesses, right?
0: Creative people. We got awesome creative people that would figure out a solution.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: to
0: anything if you yeah. just let them.
1: There's no He's room for They've been talking podcasts, about them. So the podcasts <laughs> are completely yeah. filled. I don't think there's any room in Tacoma for podcasts.
2: Yeah, yeah, No, yeah. you no guys more, have it. Yeah, it's all good. That's yeah. no it's good. No good. It's not that It's saturated. saturated, yeah.
1: saturated yep. so you you don't so don't come here.
0: Yeah, it's called the Grit City Podcast, not the Grit City Podcasts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Uh, Only well, one dog in this fight, monopolize. Yeah, yeah,
2: that's not how that works, but I
3: wish <laughs> it did. Uh,
2: but again, at the, that base level we're talking about is getting involved. And that, yes. I think, is the biggest part about it. Because, like you said, one of the biggest problems is finding time. But also, it's just making time for that sort of aspect. Like, a Monday at 7 p.m. Like... If your local community, whatever time they do that sort of thing, or like spend a weekend, like look at, seriously, follow Senko. You've got the Instagram, Senko underscore Tacoma, Mm -hmm. where you can find out all the events. You've got the Discord channel. Yes, we do. Which we're linking in all of our stuff. So you can go ahead and check that out right up on the uh, descriptor of this episode. And you can participate in however which way you can. Sometimes it's maybe attending a meeting. Sometimes it's maybe attending a cleanup. You've got a walk coming up uh, on the 9th of September where people can just come and hang out. You participate in a cleanup. Like It makes you feel good. It makes you feel like a part of the community because you are. And that's the big part about all of this. And it's like why I was really stoked to have you on for this because we need to put the word out that it's not just – you know, as these guys make fun of me, like, rolling around <laughs> on a scooter, wearing a cape, looking for people who have uh, yard violations <laughs> or anything
1: like that. Do we had to take away We're his all-pass sash. All sash. <laughs> yeah. like,
2: Give me that! <laughs> you can't wear that in what? public anymore. It's not fair. It's not fair. I'm the
3: leader of my Safe Streets crew. <laughs> he just went and got one of those yellow vests, the reflective ones. <laughs> oh, you have no idea how much power I that. felt from the yellow vest with Bro, the Senko right? information. Yeah. It's like people look at me different. <laughs> I'm a different man. <laughs> but it
2: really, it's like just being able to participate in all that. You get to figure out what you want to do in your community. And there's so many different ways. I mean, hell, even just putting out like a little library, like, yeah, or working with the, uh, um, the fig group, the, the food, um, food is free, um, yeah. with Dave. Um, yeah. but like, there's different ways you can like participate that doesn't mean you know you have to run for office or you have to fight the man. You can go and participate in the ways that you want to, and that's what groups like Senko are about.
3: Yeah, because what I honestly want most for Tacoma is to be a city that is f- as green as it should have been mm-hmm. before. You know, we sent all of our lumber over to Seattle twice, uh, <laughs> and to also be a place that we have. Not just our amazing artistry and, honestly, gritty personalities mm-hmm. that we, I at least, so much enjoy. I think it's really important that we show the rest of America, like, you can do it. Mm-hmm. You got it. <laughs> what was that about pulling yourself up by your bootstraps? Yeah. I mean, come on, man. You have to show up and you have to be there in order to make these connections, in order to make the change that you want to see. And I don't want to patronize anyone to be like, you have to pull yourself by your bootstraps, because let's be honest, we've been pulling this whole time, and most of them are broke. Yeah, There is so much weight that we are all carrying on our shoulders that none of us will even address because it's just our daily lives within this country. The amount of gun violence, the fact that we have veterans that are homeless when they've given their entire lives. Why would you never give them their life back? Mm -hmm. That's cruel. And then to be and see all of these people out on the street every day, I go insane because I see them as people. I think that people haven't been seeing our homeless population as people for a long time because they forget that they are just one missed Paycheck away yeah. oh, right. from yeah.
1: being there. I always have said that. I'm, I'm one bad decision away from being homeless. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, um, uh, I thought the same way too. And I, I, I do think it's a, uh, as far as conspiracy goes, it, it's part of the political conspiracy to keep. Us, the people that have homes, to make sure that they're seen as less than human at all times.
2: Fear. And it's
0: a balance because both sides get money. Hmm. People trying to help the homeless will get more money because, look, they're they're, they're being, just just like you said, they're human, but they're not being seen as human. So we need more money for that. Um, The other side... It's mm-hmm. like, well, we need more money because we got to keep those people that are less than human away from us, right? Am yeah. I right? People? Yeah the yeah.
3: the violent construction work that they do, and mm-hmm. the
0: people, yeah, and the people down here don't get nothing. We don't get nothing. We're just used as fodder exactly. to get more money to 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 the two sides that are working together.
2: Basically, oh yeah. It, or a buffer between. Yeah, them. they make it a fight yeah. every day. One hundred percent.
0: Yeah, because that's what sells t-shirts too. If I yep. could find a t-shirt to design that half the people would hate and half the people would love, I'd be a millionaire. That'd that sell. does <laughs> so. When you find a problem, half the people would hate, half the people would love. You're going to make money. Start a business. I'm so sorry. And I'm not
3: interested in the making money part. And I'm interested in the fixing it part.
2: I'm
0: I'm glad you said what you said because I'm staunch. I'm I'm, I'm over 50. I've seen all the politicians and they're all the same. I I was telling the guys, I I hope all politicians, we should make it so they get a 10-year sentence at the end of their their service. (laughs) And then for each promise that didn't fulfill you know it's there but if they fulfilled their promises you take a year off for everything Mm -hmm. that was fulfilled for what they were elected to do instead of you you know what What are you trying to hold people accountable he'll hold them accountable (laughs) we should there has been
3: so little accountability in american politics i mean a vote is immensely valuable Mm -hmm. but when we have people going in that companies can pay to just take up space and take up our votes That's unacceptable. Mm -hmm. That's not a democracy. We have this fight between Democrats and Republicans because if we were to actually talk about the problems and how to solve them, we would be too effective. Right. We would actually get things done, and we wouldn't be able to let politicians just do whatever they want because, oh, there's a problem. Now it's solved. What are you going (laughs) to do? Sit around and collect money? No, it's already solved. Yeah.
1: Well, right. People like to pick a team too, right? It's if you could give a D or an yeah. R, well, yeah. 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 they they just like to matter. pick one, and they're well, like, you know what? I'm I'm just I'm all yeah. in for the Republicans. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. man, they just don't care, or color. or I, I only vote Democrat, right? Because right. yeah. like, my dad did and my, right. did, and my grandpa
0: did, right. you, and, What's wrong? Well, and
2: that's like even just on the basis of doing like. Voting, like, just the very baseline on that. Like, everybody 100% should vote. And just look at the pamphlets. Like I, you I was going to say, at least fill them out. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, I'm like, just read about, read about, just, like, fill in the dots, whichever ones you think are pretty. You're like, I like that name. No. like Some of they, them are funny. They're great. I... I like on this one this year it was it was kind of entertaining because one of the um uh uh one of the positions that was going to go up was like a civil service member. Yeah. And it was like it's it's the the like i think just like the starting point for people so it's the very bunch of
3: people applying for it yeah and they were all over the all over
2: the place but Mm -hmm. i'm just like a couple of them i'm like it was maybe maybe a kid just fresh out of high school yeah (laughs) and i was like you know what i'm voting for him because this is where you get interested in this shit like this is where you're there to help out where you're to becoming a part of the system and this might be worthwhile for you. You're like, actually trying at that yeah, point. Yeah. Like you actually, I'm like, Oh, you've got the big wide eyes. You're like, this is going to be <laughs> cool politics. We uh,
3: can do it. Yeah.
2: And I want you to see a, if, uh, if it's for you, but b also be like, Oh, this is the system. Okay. How can maybe I change this because mm-hmm. youthful energy, youthful energy gets shit done. Anger gets shit done. Like you want to be able to push forward our society and not just sit on it and bitch about parking oh. or, you know, just like be like, oh, you know, the the, the NIMBY, the not in my backyard. Sort I'm of so aspect. proud of you,
1: man. I'm so proud of you for not yeah. being like.
2: I want to just vote
1: for the old guy. Yep. You know oh, what I mean? I,
2: right.
0: yeah, no, you, no and, I'm in awe of Justin yeah, and his civil service. Yeah. And, 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 good job, right. buddy. I think, I think they're
2: just blowing no, it, smoke up. My nope, we're <laughs> just, yep. No, I'm dead
3: serious. 100%. No, they're your friends, man. I know. <laughs>
2: I know, but usually just give me shit, so I don't trust them. <laughs> but
3: no, it's <laughs> like
2: the the simple fact of the matter is like building a community is the biggest part about life. Like, I mean, a lot of people, they will go to their church for their community. Some people will have their sports, whatever aspect, doing whatever they do. This is another aspect to find people who aren't necessarily in your bubble, but are all around you. And that's the cool part. Like, I don't have much in common with a lot of my neighbors, but at the same point, we still talk to each other. We still say, hey, what's up? We see what's going on. And if there's an issue, we try to help each other out as needed. And you want that. Like, you don't want to have, I mean, like, you know, worst case scenario, Mount Rainier blows up, and we're like, mm-hmm. oh, no, what are we going to do? I don't know who my neighbors are, and I don't know who's doing what. Like, I want to know who the doctor is. In my uh, Mount Tahoma. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm Sorry, yeah, Tahoma. Uh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Nope, nope, nope. Good call, good call on Fair. that. <laughs> um, Isaac, where can people find out more information about SENCO and uh, the the best ways to go about that?
3: I mean, you already mentioned the SENCO dash Tacoma Mm -hmm. on Instagram. Very good spot to, you know, get your quick updates. We also have our own website at senco253.org. Perfect. Or you can just Google Senco Tacoma.
2: Yeah. S-E-N-C-O. Yes. The best way to do that. Isaac, thank you so much for being on with us. This has been a treat. Uh, I'll definitely want to get back with you and get on uh, in the near future. Just see updates on stuff and things that are happening. And just, especially when it gets closer to like any sort of um, like, Big push for community things, things that you feel that is very important for not only Senko, but for Tacoma as well. And just see how you're doing. Like, man, this is really fun just to BS with you and hang out. I really do appreciate the fact that you're coming down here, you know, sending us an email and getting it done. And I really, like, that's the best way to do it also. Like, if... You know somebody out here who might want to be on the podcast, has something to say. Shoot us an email. Info at GritCityPodcast.com. You can hit up our Discord because we have that. We've got our Facebook. we got Instagram. we got Twitter. we got all the ways.
1: If you need a community. Yeah, we have one.
2: We are, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Don't then we enjoy. can help you reach out to other communities because we talk about everybody out there in Tacoma and have some real fun doing all of that. People like Isaac. People like yeah. All the other people like we we talk about. We talk with uh, some very interesting folk around here because that's what makes Tacoma. And to be perfectly honest, that's why we do it, and this is why we have fun. And again, Isaac, thank you for coming out. Yeah, um, cool. If people want to follow us again. Follow all that socials. Follow us on the Discord if you want to help us financially. It's kind of cool because we get to do cool stuff like putt stuff. Which you're gonna be on a team at some point, Isaac. I feel like I think next year when we do it, we're gonna send out an invite if you want to.
3: I will, but I'm I'm not. I'm trash. (laughs) No, that's fine. We are all we are all
2: dog shit at. Well, no, those
3: guys are. I my
1: team actually won. No,
3: I remember. I you, (laughs) you because of. Because you had a stack team. Or winners team. Because my team's winners. You, you oh, had yeah, a stack you know team. Someone was on a call doing IT
2: work. Yes, CNO. CNO was doing ITC. Thank you for listening and understanding <laughs> my plight when it was happening. But no, lots of ways to interact with us and have some fun. So we do all this to, to really talk about how cool Tacoma is. Um, so again, check out Senco, see everything that's going on. Until next time, guys, stay gritty
4: been listening to the grid city podcast
3: check them out at gritcitypodcast.com.